Everybody, David Bird is in the house. My bad. I had mixed up with somebody else earlier. It's all good. This morning, David, what's on your mind? Takeovers on my mind right now. That was an interesting takeover. Mm-hmm. I didn't see the whole show. I did see. Um, I saw the first, the first match, which I'm surprised Gargano lost. I did see the women's match, and the ending, the O'Reilly Gala uh, match, which I thought was pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Those two, wow. Well, I just found out that the two of them actually did get injured on Sunday. It was reported on WWE.com. And for those who have the WWE mobile app on their phone, I'm sure they saw the uh, alerts Mm -hmm. saying that the two of them did get hurt during the match. Robert Team Dream, who also got hurt during his match with Koshida. I did see part of the match, but not the ending. I, I do know that uh, he attacked him after the match and went after his um, uh, children. So um, I don't know exactly what happened to Velveteen Dream, but I do know he got hurt too. So um, Sunday was a rough night for the NXT um, boys. But I do I do like what they did with the, uh, the uh, building of the earth. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? They got their own underdome. They got a crowd. I was like, that's, that's awesome. Yes, sir. It's called Capital Wrestling City, as far as they're concerned. Yeah, they named it after... Well, actually, that used to be the name of the WWE at one point. The WWE yes, sir. Used to be called, WWE used to be called the Capital Wrestling Corporation at one point. And this, this was a long time ago. Yes. Sir, this was when... My God, Jess, Mr. Man. I want to say. Yes, yeah, sir. Jess McMahon, the grandfather, I believe, of Vince. Yes. Yeah. Long time ago. <laughs> so I bet. I like the name. It's a throwback on that. And by the way, there's only a few people alive that worked for all three generations of McMahons Jess McMahon, Vince McMahon, and Vince Jr. A small handful of people who are for all three. Well, small, yeah, but that 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 thing is like getting extremely shorter and shorter and shorter. Yeah. I think just like maybe three, probably two. I know one just passed not too long ago, shortering the number. But anyway, uh. They're going to make some history later this month, uh, two days before Halloween, October 28th, there will be another NXT TakeOver. First time they're going to have two TakeOvers in the same month. Mm-hmm. And here's what's interesting, that this TakeOver is going to go head-to-head with AEW's Dynamite for the second time. Nice. Now, the last time, the last time AEW went head-to-head with the TakeOver was uh, TakeOver 30, which was on a Saturday, and uh, of course, AEW aired on Saturday due to the NBA playoffs, and boy, did they get killed. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, they got creamed. And they're going to get creamed again. I was telling somebody this was like WWE, Vince McMahon, and Triple H. They're not too worried about AEW because if they really want to, they can beat them in a in the rating because they really tried. Mm-hmm. And they've proven that on four different occasions. I remember the two NXT episodes they did, for example, before Survivor Series last year. They got two easy wins right off the bat. And then, of course, with the last takeover, easy one. And then now with this takeover, easy one. So they're not concerned about all the Speaking of AEW, Chris Jericho tomorrow night will celebrate his, uh, his uh, 30th year in the wrestling business. So that's going to be interesting to watch. Chris Jericho, who wrestled his first match on October 2nd, 1990, against one of his best friends, Lance Storm, of all people, 30 years ago, in their home country of Canada. So that's going to be interesting to watch. Mm-hmm. He's going to be celebrating 30 years in the business, and they're going to have like some big, well, I don't know, it's Chris Jericho, so it's going to be somewhat entertaining. Well, I don't know if it's going to be the whole show or a little portion of it, but it's going to be a celebration going on. I think it's going to be a little portion. It's not going to be the whole show. Yeah. But you know the Chris Jericho thing, he throws a shindig. It's going to be big. <laughs> oh, yeah. And by the way, if you got your tickets yet, well, I don't know about that. But if you had your tickets, or the, I think they did already. The rockin' the rockin' wrestling uh uh tour, uh, the cruise. I think they did it already. It was supposed to happen, something like that. Oh yes, that's right. It's it's it's, it's cruise. That he's doing for the third consecutive year. You can believe that. Yeah. So if you have your tickets, hold on to them. I don't know why they're gonna do that, but uh, bring a lot of clothes. You might get stuck there. Who knows? God forbid, though, but, you know. It shouldn't be too bad as on a, a cruise ship. So, hmm. I mean, I did see the tickets, and they're pretty damn pricey. I know they're over a thousand bucks. What you don't want to do is go out of town and be like a certain somebody that we all know and love here at Wrestling Tracks, David Burton, and be stuck in New York for a month. True. What you don't well, want to do. people I know who's been stuck in places for months. Yeah. I know one guy, he's been stuck in one place for six months. Wow. Speaking of being stuck in, this is talking about NXT uh, UK. They're uh, starting to get out, so they're starting to do shows again. I saw the, the first two episodes. So it's nice to get the back in the fold, working again. Oh, I don't know how Triple H is getting out there. I don't think he's done out there since he started, to be honest. Well, I think, as far as the UK goes, I think that uh, he hired Johnny Saint for NXT UK, and they check in yeah. monthly, I guess. I don't know how that works out. Yes, I do know that Johnny Saint is not only the general manager, but he's also heavily involved in the... Uh, Backstage stuff for mm-hmm. uh, 
UK. But these guys are smart. They hired the best hands. They always got people in case someone's not there. Oh, yeah. And uh, a certain somebody was telling me that there was no raw underground. And I was telling the certain somebody, I was like, well, to be honest, I heard a rumor, and this rumor I believe. And let me explain what this rumor is. Like, there's a rumor going around that they're going to be doing raw underground every week. And it's going to be something that they're going to do on occasion. And the reason for that is because Raw Underground is a Shane McMahon deal. And if they was to do Raw Underground every week, then Shane would have to be in Florida. Mm-hmm. What people don't know is that Shane and his family live in New York City. And that would require Shane to go back and forth, which I don't think he's going to do. So that's the reason they're not doing it. Well, that's, I believe, that rumor to be true. And Florida is the Amway Center in Orlando. Yes. And Shane is a New Yorker. He was born in New York. He lives in New York currently with his wife and three kids. And I don't think he wants to... Uh, go back and forth by taking his wife and three kids on the road. Mm-hmm. I don't think he wants to do what a lot of the wrestlers have done. Not all of them, but some of the wrestlers, not all of them live in Florida. But uh, I do know a select handful of them have been forced to live out there due to the COVID-19 pandemic so they can stay working in their performance mm-hmm. Because I know it's a hassle. Like, for example, you're living in Dallas and, you know, all the Raws and the SmackDowns are done at the Amway Center in Orlando and you got to go back and forth. It's, it's mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. So, for example, I know Samoa Joe, he was living in California. He just recently um, got an apartment not too long ago to stay in the area so he can be on the Raws. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the wrestlers are doing that. Now, the ones who already live out there, they're good. And by the way, on their own dime. Now, they go stay at a hotel, the company got you. But they're not going to chip in for no damn apartment. That's true. Now, if you were staying in a hotel, they'll pick up the bill, they'll get you the room, no problem. Now, that's totally different. If you're going to stay at a hotel, the company going to pay for it. You, yeah, you going to get you an apartment? You're going to get you an apartment, they should tell. Yeah. Actually, they kind of do because they pay for the... Uh... No, not really. They don't. Oh. Well, wow. Okay. Only, only, only on occasions they pay for it. Everything else is done out of pocket. Their rental cars, uh-huh. their air travel, they pay for it themselves. The company only does it on special occasions. And this is one of those occasions. Man, I thought all this time they'd be doing that. All oh, this time. Wow, okay. I was I was dead wrong then. All righty. <laughs> mm-hmm. They 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 pay for it out of their own money. Because I what I would have done if I had known if I was continuing thinking they would pay for the room and everything, I would have built up a hell of a bill and just shifted to the company and expected them to pay for it. Because I thought that's what they do. Not all the time, I see. No, only on special occasions. Gotcha. But that, um, 
but you just mentioned that has been done before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've heard several stories about how some wrestlers years ago in the past, um, whether it was somebody, whether somebody got drunk and got into a fist fight or messed up the hotel, uh, the company had to pay for it. Mm-hmm. I remember. Um, even Rick Flair, Rick Flair. Um. I know there was some stories of him, and he started from morning one occasion. He would go into a bar, run up the tab, run up the bill, and and and, and the company would have to pay for the bill. Or morning one occasion, I was like, that is embarrassing. I remember, uh, I believe it was Foggy. Help me! I believe it was Foggy Green Grocery Store. I believe something like that. Uh, they had a statement over there. Booker T and Steve Austin beat the hell out of each other. Oh, yeah, 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 that's true. And I believe it was like, I can't remember the price. It was like thousands of dollars in damages, and uh, the company happily paid for it. <laughs> yeah, but you see, that's different because um, the supermarket and the company were in on it, so yeah. that was kind of different. I'm talking about when it's not pre-planned. Oh, yeah. Now, if it's planned and they know ahead of time it's going to get messed up, then that's different. Like, I, if it's not planned, then... Dude, I, I, I can imagine Vince calling the store, hey, look, I'm, I'm going to send Steve Austin to Booker T or whatever. They're going to crash your store and beat the hell out of each other. Just let it be cool. I got you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Look, so the manager will be like, okay, y'all, we're going to have a big old fight. Y'all just be cool. <laughs> now, the wrestler fan well, and me... Would kind of had be tired as hell to just to go along with it because I'm a wrestling fan. What do we expect? So uh, yeah, to just ignore a big old fight that kind of hard as hell to do. I was, everybody, you know that reminds me of the, the money in the bank match she had at the uh, headquarters. Uh huh. Well, you just go ahead and mess it up. You just pay for it. <laughs> Or or that latest AEW pay per view when they had the the that Britt Baker match. I don't know if you saw her match in her um, dentist office. They had a shooting inside her dentist uh, office. The company paid for the damages. I that's kind of that's not a good idea. Why would you have a match in your own office? I don't <laughs> know. It was it was stupid to have a match in a place like that. It was, they got the tools and whatnot. They got uh. Oh, that's what it was. It was called a tooth and nail match, and the match took place. And it took place in an actual dentist's office. I mean, they got that's they had equipment and whatnot. Right that's dangerous. Office. It was a dentist. It was the office that she worked at. Gotcha. And by the way, Britt Baker is actual dentist, and she does practice dentistry. Um, I don't know how she. However, she balances out. She's amazing. Uh, yeah, she talked about it in um, Pro Wrestling Illustrated, the wrestling magazine. Is normally she works uh, other days, and then she's given time off. Well, not time off, but I know she's off every Wednesday to fly and do AEW wherever they're at. Mm-hmm. So that's how she balances out. She lives in Florida. The office is in Florida. Uh, of course, her and Adam Cole live together. So she'll work Monday, let me see, Monday, Tuesday, 
Uh, no, it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday she's off to do AEW, and then Saturday and Sunday she's off. Mm-hmm. So she works all the other days except Saturday and Sunday to balance out her schedule. And then Wednesday she's doing AEW. Yes, sir. So I was like, that's not a bad idea. Like, at least you're off every, Tuesday, every Saturday and Sunday, you're not working. Right. So, so, that would be Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, she's working, being a dentist. Wednesday, AEW, wrestling. Saturday and Sunday, she's home, because he's off. Mm-hmm. Interesting schedule. I was like, interesting, that could work. I found out, let's say, like, every once in a while, WWE recognizes your, uh, your religious beliefs. Let's say a wrestler want to go to church that morning, but you got work that night. As long as you, as long as you find a local church, they'll let you go to the service and do what you do. And just come back ready for work that night. Sure. Uh, Shawn Michaels, everybody knows Shawn Michaels is born again Christian, and I believe he, he let him go to service that morning when he, he wasn't when he was on pay per view. Go to the local church that morning and do what do what you do during the day. And be ready yeah, to work that night. He, yeah, I think he, he, he does Bible studies uh, classes now too. If mm-hmm. correct. And he was uh, he's been doing it for like ten years now. He's a, he, and he just he moved. He's in Tampa now. At the time here in Texas, he was uh, working, working for uh, not working, but he was with John Hagee's church in San Antonio. Yeah, which he still lives in San Antonio though. Yeah, I do know since Sean's a part timer. Even though he's not wrestling, um, we, do, we do know he's heavily involved in NXT, which he also does part-time. Uh-huh. So he's in Florida on occasion, but most of the time he's home. Hmm. Sean's, a, Sean's a quiet homebody in Texas. Uh, yes, sir. I've been anniversary, by the way, to uh, AEW, their televised anniversary. They were, I believe they were on um, October 2nd last year. Yeah, the company, like the formation of the company is January 1st, but the televised anniversary, their first episode, October 2nd. Mm-hmm. Which has been, the company's been on for a year, the channel's been on for a year. Big money, big money gets you things done faster. And uh, the NWA is back. Mm-hmm. They're running shows again. Uh, I'm just waiting for them to return with uh, power, because right now all those shows are being done on a pay-per-view basis, ten bucks a month, ten bucks a show, once a week on pay-per-view. They're doing the NWA right now. They got a new partnership with an outside business pay-per-view company, so they can run shows for a couple of weeks on pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Similar to the way uh, TNA did when they first started, because they had weekly pay-per-views before they got on uh, Fox Sports and then Spike. Mm-hmm. Now, if you didn't have access to, um, I'll just say, one of those boxes and you didn't have to pay for it, you got to watch Impact every week. Mm-hmm. But for those who have to pay to see Impact in his early days, yeah, it could be, it could be something. Even though it was ten bucks a month or fifteen, I think it might have been fifteen. 
Shit, I'd rather keep my good old ten bucks ten bucks a month with the to be. Check stuff out. 
We got to take a very quick break. We'll be right back with you. I can get this to pull up. Uh, hang on a second here, ladies and gentlemen. It takes a while. Anyway. There it is. Y'all commercial shouldn't be tripping. I'm sorry about that. But y'all know what it is. Disney Plus is awesome. There it is. It's tripping a little bit. Now, I would like to apologize for those technical difficulties, but I will say this. A lot of people think I'm blowing smoke. Most people are like, why are you playing Disney Plus? You're just kissing the ass. No, I would watch this myself. I use the product myself. I would never promote something on this show I've never used personally. And by the way, I got bored one time, and you bored you do stupid stuff. So I put on Hosky Musical 3. Yeah, I said it. I watched Oscar Musical 3. I was bored as hell. And despite the carniness, it was pretty good. Carny as hell, but pretty good. Kimmy Ortega. I've never actually seen it before. It was, it was carny as hell. It's the rest of the Oscar Musical series. But it was pretty good. Kimmy Ortega, Ortega, the director, is a genius. He, he also directed Michael Jackson's concert. Or would have been his concert. This is it. That would have been epic, man. Yeah, that would have been cool to see. By the way, fortunately, things happened. Michael had planned his, the brothers to be there, the J, well, the Jacksons to be there. 
Yeah, that's gonna be the final. How you gonna first of all, how you retire something you've done all your life? It's what he's gonna he's supposed to be retirement concert. That's it. I'm done. That's the last one. That's all you get. But life had other plans. to mention was last night's Raw. I didn't see much of it. I know Randy Orton, Dolph Ziggler, and Robert Rue defeated um, Drew McIntyre and the Street Profits in the main event. Uh-huh. I know uh, uh, Mustafa Ali joined Retribution, which I think is a stupid storyline, Retribution. Doesn't make sense to me. But anyway, he joined the group. Uh, I do know Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler defeated the Riot Squad in a match that was originally supposed to take place at Clash of Champions. Uh, they retained their women's tag team titles. Uh, Drew McIntyre, who will face Randy Orton inside Hell in a Cell for the WWE Championship. It will be Drew McIntyre's very first Hell in a Cell match. Mm-hmm. Also, we do know Universal titles on the line as well. Jey Uso will again face Roman Reigns. Uh, Is what, the third time? No, it's the second. Uh, They didn't announce what match it was. Probably, most likely, it will be Hell in the Cell since it is Hell in the Cell. Of course it's going to be Hell in the Cell. You know, you gotta have at least one or two Hell in the Cell matches on a Hell in the Cell pay per view. I think I think we're gonna get at least a good, a good three. I think we can squeeze no, in I don't three. By the way, if you haven't heard, uh, there the Anway's contract expires on the twenty fifth. So that night, their contract with yep. WWE expires. Yep, that's true. That that's bit. why they did Hell in a Cell on that day because Hell in a Cell wasn't or Hell in a Cell was originally supposed to take place in that month mm-hmm. before Survivor Series. That's an odd. They always doing it. I was doing uh, October Hell in a Cell. I know. Yeah. But since their contract with the Amway Center expires on the 25th, they said, we're going to push it for, uh, back and do it in October. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what they're going to do. They might do something where they stay there longer or they go somewhere else or they go back to the Performance Center. I don't know. But um, we'll find out. Hopefully we'll find out before the 25th. But, um, yeah, that's all I know that happened in terms of Raw. I didn't see much of Raw. Mm-hmm. How did you catch Raw? Maybe you could tell me or tell the listeners what else had happened. And I didn't happen to see your catch. I barely watched it. But but I tell you this. Uh, first of all, the Mysterio family is what? supposed to be 
It's supposed to be just dominate. And Aaliyah joined in. Ray joined in. Miss Angie joined in. Lord and mercy. By the way, Aaliyah has a boyfriend, by the way, in reality, so. Otis a while ago, Otis like and so he didn't even climb the ladder. He, he, the ladder, the contract fell in his hand. I want, I want, I brought it up for a reason, because technically you got you don't necessarily have to climb the ladder at all. You can just have possession of the championship of the contract, and it's all good. Like you don't necessarily have to climb the ladder in the first place. You can just get possession of it, and you good. Yeah, you have to get possession of it. You don't which necessarily before, have to climb the ladder. Which before it was like you have to climb to get possession. Now it's just get possession. the thing like when you and they've been doing that for years when you years. when you win the royal rumble 
league is is all it's legal and everything. You 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 that's your spot. So here's the thing: one one year, I leave was trying to 16, 17. Randy Orton wins the Rumble, and he's and in the rules it say if the winner is unable or unwilling, the runner up takes a spot. So Randy Orton said he was with Bray Wyatt at the time. He refused to challenge Bray Wyatt for the championship. So he was he verbally surrendered his right to the to, to uh, the championship opportunity at WrestleMania. Eventually, realized it wasn't a lie. It could have been very wide, but I get what you're saying. But yeah. My point is, my point is, they would always say when you won the Rumble, you was the last match at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. They don't do that. That's my point. Like, it just defeats the purpose. Why well, say that and then the shit doesn't happen? Yeah. I remember it was a time where they would say that and you wore the last match every year. Like, over the last 10, 15 years, that's probably happened, what, three times? Maybe four? Yeah, but it's the problem. Over the years, they weren't on last. La- remember, Randy Orton won the Rumble match in 2017, for mm-hmm. example. He wasn't last. Over Nakamura in 2018, Nakamura wasn't last. But what about Del Rio in 2011? He was the first match. Yeah. And what about Seth Rollins last year in 2019? He was the first match. Well, as far as that goes, like, it wouldn't make sense to put to hype up, like when they, they had Rock Zena say for last. So it wouldn't make sense to hype up Rock Zena all this time for a year and put them on first. That you you, you wasted my time with that. That's why the real came on first because we got Rocket Zena for the main event, and we. Rocket hide- Zena wasn't even on last that show. It was John Cena and the Miz, but John Cena didn't even win the Royal Rumble. You're talking about 2012, a year after that. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying, but you got the years mixed up. Yes, I do. I'm, yeah, that's my bad. Yes, I do. All right, I do have mixed up. Yes, I do. So. Uh, El Rio wins a 40-man Royal Rumble match, and mm-hmm. he's the first fucking match on the show. I was like, what the hell is this? That's messed up. Same thing with Seth Rollins last year for WrestleMania 35 in New Jersey. That was a long-ass pay-per-view. To be honest, the only reason those females, and I hate to say it, but no one's going to admit this. The only reason those girls were on last is because Ronda Rousey was there. And to back up my claim is there hasn't been another female main event match yet. Hell, there hasn't even been another all-women's pay-per-view yet. The only reason they did that is because of Ronda Rousey. And again, what, this was in 2018? It's 2020 now, two mm-hmm. years later, and there still hasn't been an all-women's pay-per-view? So that just backs up my claim. They only did it because Ronda Rousey was there. And WrestleMania 35 was long as hell. It was seven hours. Yeah, but I really don't count the pre-shows because, because, because the reason it came with the seven hours is because you're counting the pre-shows. And then on top, of that, on top of that, you, 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 you some wrestlers probably did. You, you go get something to eat, come on back, or just when you finish, you just leave. As long as hell. You, I'm so sorry for the announcement. You can take a nap. I'm so, I'm you. 
loves telling the story about how he was compensated when WrestleMania, and he legitimately pissed himself. Oh, that? <laughs> hey, well, I mean, you're just sitting there for some yes. hours commentating, can't physically get up and leave and go to the bathroom and then come back, so <laughs> you really don't have a choice, and that's why he did it. Well, yeah, because you, like, especially. You know, like, you gotta go, you gotta go. Especially, uh, WrestleMania 35. Like, you're sitting there for hours. And, and they got promotional drinks on the, on the counter. They want you to sip every other minute during, bruh, you gotta pee on top of that. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. Whatever makes them drink and just to promote whatever drink that's sponsoring the show. And you gotta pee on top of that. And you can't, the bathroom is quite far from the arena. From the commentary booth, and you, you can't just get up and go. There's no breaks in the paper. There's, paper, there's no break. There's no commercial break. There's nothing. I remember Justin Ventura said this, and he's right. He was like, before he said, two or three hours before you go out there, do not eat or drink anything. Uh huh. He was like, you'll starve and you'll be thirsty as hell, but it'll be worth it because you won't piss or shit yourself. <laughs> he was like, that's why I never had that. He said, that's why I never had issues with going to the bathroom or being hungry because he was asked that in the interview. He was like, I never had that interview. No, he said, I never had that issue. Now, if the... Because the, well, hold on, because the interview, I'm sorry to cut you off. The yeah, interviewer asked him this because he's interviewed a bunch of wrestlers and they've all told stories about how they pissed themselves and how they wanted to eat because they were super hungry or they shit themselves. And he was like, the trick is, don't eat or drink anything. He was like, yes, you're going to be hungry and you're going to be starving, but it'll be worth it once the match is over. Yeah. You know, like, like, if commentary was next to the stage like it was back in the day, they can just easily slip backstage real quick and it's all good, but it's close to the ring, so you in trouble. Yeah. He also, he also said the best thing to do is eat something light, like, like have like a small snack or a small light drink where you know it's not gonna hold up. You don't even know what on yourself. Uh-huh. Like, if you do that, it's fine. But if you eat something like heavy, then well, you ain't gonna be a good night for you. Man, commentary, people understand that unlike I feel bad for commentary ring announcers because there's no breaks. There's no Especially in a pay per view, there's no there's no break. True. You're doing this all Not night. Not pay per views, but even TV shows, you can't go nowhere. Whether mm-hmm. it's taped or live, you can't go nowhere. Michael Cole one time lost his voice. It was uh, No Way Out 2007, and yeah. now mind you, he's he's commentating all night. He's exciting everything. Around, I want to say when he got to. Uh, Domino, Domino, Deuce and Domino tag match. He's, his voice started going out. Yeah, I remember it happened to Jerry Lawler a couple times. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do know, I do know during house shows there are no commentators, and I've seen ring announcers actually leave, use the bathroom, <laughs> and come back. Mm-hmm. And it's different because it's a house show. Yeah. Now, let's first. Once you're in the ring, you can't leave to use the bathroom, man. Uh-huh. You know, go. Even though people have done it. I know John Cena's told the story 
um, he went under the ring to um, take a leak. <laughs> Seth Rollins has done the same thing on more than one occasion. Well, so there's supposed to be a bucket of someone in the ring? <laughs> it just goes. Sometimes, man, it just go. Well, you know. I know women don't have that luxury, but guys, they got it easy. All they got to do is take their thing out, go under the ring, pee real quick, come back under the ring. And yeah, that's a, that's a slight problem because uh, there's nothing to go in. <laughs> I know, that's the bad part. But... So somebody needs to get someone from underneath the ring. We got a problem. Yeah, it's happened. That's <laughs> what they're talking about. You know, they told stories about how people would go under the ring or people would take down the ring and they would see these big, you know, stains mm-hmm. or it would smell down there from them going under the ring. I was like, man. I don't know how them guys and girls feel, especially girls. They got other work. Oh, Lord, poor baby. But, man. Imagine wrestling and you got to go and you yeah, can't. I remember Natalia told the story how she went on herself twice during the match. And you can't leave the ring and come back because, you know, you'd be kind of out. So what do you do? Yeah, you got to go. So you got to go. You got to go. You got to go. You got to go. I remember somebody, I think, uh, Sid, a uh, referee was telling the story. Sid was, Sid was wrestling the Undertaker in the match. And he took a look at himself during the match. And unfortunately, he had 10 more minutes left in the match. And yeah, like he said, you, you can't run it up only come back. Once you're in a match, you gotta finish your match. Uh-huh. And then, the big matters will tell you how long the match is, too. So, he knows for another 10 minutes in the match, and next thing you know, the referee was like, smells like piss. And then he's looking around, he looks at Hank, like, okay, it's not him. And he looks at Sid, and like, oh my god, it's him. <laughs> it's him. And there's like pee spots in the ring. The referee was telling that story. He was like, the Undertaker was pissed. Oh, but man. But then when he got backstage, and then once Taker found out what happened, he was okay. But at the time, he was pissed. Like, this nigga just pissed himself in the ring in the middle of our match. Well, you know. Yeah, so a former WWE referee told that story. As a professional wrestling... I would love to say we'll get our crowds back, but God knows when that might happen. True, because this thing is going to go well in next year. And rumor has that they're already starting plans for all tomorrow. Well, that's going to be like... Rumor has that they might have it in Saudi Arabia because it's almost a big crowd. Ah, uh, Saudi... Remember, Saudi doesn't have a COVID issue. Yeah. This is all heat over there. So, um, I won't put it 
pass them to, to go over there just for that big crowd and that big payday. Now, the last you know, time they had women's matches in Saudi. one of the very few places that doesn't have coke. Last time, last time women wrestling in Saudi, they were held up a couple of days. They're called about plane issues. No, what really happened was, well, I believe it was Natalia and uh, Lacey Evans. They hugged all the girls in the. Here's the problem with that. Yeah, they wasn't supposed to do that. Saudi has strict laws for women, very strict with women, and. The PDA is a no-no in Saudi. Mm-hmm. Especially, let's not forget they also couldn't wrestle in their wrestling gear. Yeah, like because like, what we're saying is, those we don't understand, we're used to, to seeing a little skin. You know what I'm saying? That's what, that's what we used to. Mm-hmm. Used to seeing a little skin, like a little not not bikini, but you know, little a little skin, little short short tights. Boom. Well, in Saudi. A woman got cover up. You can't, can't show no skin inside if you're a woman. Sure. So their traditional gear is a no-no in Saudi Arabia. That's why they were forced to wear those, those pants and those t-shirts. Mm-hmm. It so, was funny because you can tell they both looked very uncomfortable wrestling in that. Well, of course, oh. you know, it's like... Because that's not what they're used to. Because your traditional gear, you're showing some skin, you know. But in Saudi, you can't be doing that. A woman can't walk down the street by herself in no, Saudi. I remember the... Yeah. yeah. Crazy. They have really strict laws against women in Saudi Arabia. So we were. That is not. That's really not thinking about that. Huh? I said that's really not thinking about that. Mm-hmm. The laws they have for the women in those in that that place, that country. They just woman just recently, a couple of years ago, they just let women drive. Women driving in Saudi was a no-no. I heard, I heard about. I heard about that. Something that happens every day in the United States, every day in other countries. Saudi, no, uh, nope, not up in here. Like you're not allowed to drive here. Yeah. Oh, you oh, you need something from the stove? You, you, your son, your husband, some a male has to accompany you. You can't walk down, a woman can walk down the street in Saudi by herself. Just change that. That's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Hopefully one day they'll, they'll change and they'll lighten up. So they can have a, somewhat of a little, a, a little bit, a little bit of more freedom because a lot of that stuff is just overkill. Oh, yeah. Now, I wouldn't mind multiple partners, you know, but, uh, yeah. That's the only good thing about those laws. The only good law I like about that is multiple partner thing is all right over there. I'm interested to see how the Survivor Series is going to turn out this year. Are they going to... Man, I was pissed. Last year. 
I got tickets. I'd love, I'd love Survivor I'm supposed to get tickets for uh, Survivor Series, but the corona, the corona said no. So, unfortunately, it was supposed to be here, Dallas, Texas. But it's not going to happen. Dallas, that's true. The American Airlines. I only generally what happened here. Dave, you still with me? Let's see here. All right. You see. So I would like to see where WWE goes from here. And we're going to get another arena. They're going to go back to the Performance Center. They, they, they might, because since they own it, they can be there as long as they want. Or they might want to expand. You know? We'll see how far that goes. David Burke, you still with me? Let's see here. Already got technical problems. Look at that. Already. Yep, look at that. Hang on, let me get them back over ladies and gentlemen. We got technical issues already, but y'all know how we roll here wrestling tracks. Y'all know how we do it. Yo, yo. Yeah, you hear me? I can hear you. Okay. All right. Wrapping up here. Your thought as far as pay-per-views coming up, how do you think they should go about it? Um. Well, I just think they should just keep doing what they're doing until they can bring in some fans. Mm-hmm. Plus, I'm interested in things like a, like a Survivor Series and like a Royal Rumble to see how it's going to look. And um, the environment that we're in right now, I have never seen a Survivor Series like in the um, the Thunderdome or or the Performance Center or whatever place out there, at, even the Capital Wrestling place out there. In. That would be a good place to have a, a Survivor Series type match. A Royal Rumble? I don't know, but if the rumors are true, we may have a crowd. Might see it inside. So it's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen in the next three months. Oh, yes, sir. Well, that's going to be it for today. We'll see you guys next time. By the way, we decided, I've decided to postpone our return to com till next month. However, you can catch us out on all of our platforms, patreon.com for the wrestling tracks. You can catch us right here on on YouTube, Facebook, right here on anchor.com, and everywhere else. Thank you for joining us, everybody. We'll see you next time. Take care, people. See you.